You know, many of us, maybe all of us, we're geared to be high performers. We think that we need this inner voice, this inner critic, like a drill sergeant or the obnoxious roommate to point out all the things that are wrong in our life so that we can fix them. Because in some ways we're driven, we're driven for this perfection. I call this pothole management. You might think of this road that has a thousand miles and in a thousand miles, there's one pothole. And where does our attention go? It goes to that one pothole. That's all that we can think about. And we think we need that to be great at our jobs, to be great at our life. Turns out it's not that effective. What we do know is effective, proven to be effective, research shows it effective, and you know it feels more effective, is self-compassion. Kristen Neff has literally written the book on self-compassion and talks about three components of self-compassion. So this is what works. So first is mindfulness. Not meditation, but mindfulness like awareness, right? In my previous example, if I was only focused on what was wrong, my world gets a lot smaller. But if I open up to all things that are true, true awareness of the situation in a neutral, non-judgmental way, then I'm much better off, right? Because I can see what else is true, meaning, okay, maybe some things are not great, but what's on the other end of the scale? What else is true? And I'm not just making it up, like literally what else is true, because there's a lot of good things that are happening. And when we focus on what else is true, it's like gratitude or focusing on the good things or the positive things. We're balancing it out, right? We're not sugarcoating the bad things. We're not ignoring them. But we're reminded that our amygdalas are only focused on the bad. So we're looking at the broad, what else is true. Both the light and the dark always exist within us. We got to give the light a chance. Okay, so the first one is mindfulness, awareness, what's really going on. The second one is common humanity. Another way of saying this is, look, I'm not the only one who's ever felt this way. Because we can take things really personally, right? We can become really hurt and go within and withdrawn and small. But when we think about other people, when we think about, oh, wow, my friends have gone through this. Maybe everyone has gone through this. Then we start to think about our lives in a more social way. And it's helpful to think about others in addition to ourself, because it puts the pressure not just on us, but it distributes it throughout our lives. And it um, removes some of that lonely feeling or feeling of isolation when we go through something hard. Okay, so the second one is common humanity. In other words, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who's gone through this. Okay, and the third part of self-compassion is just straight up kindness. Right? It's the opposite of the drill sergeant. It's the opposite of the obnoxious roommate. It's that voice inside that says, hey, it's okay. It's okay. You're a good person. You're going to figure this out. You're smart, whatever the story is, but just straight up kindness. So these are the three components of self-compassion, true mindfulness, awareness, common humanity, and kindness. Next, we'll talk about a practice that helps build our self-compassion.